Are you ready for the Horror Shed Podcast starting now? Welcome back, everyone, to the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm Jared. Today, we're joined with South Jersey Jason, as usual. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. We are just now winding up on the Halloween season. I know you're part of you inside is crying because the haunt season is the majority of haunt season is coming to an end. Um, you can relax for a little bit and then do their holiday haunts. But I'm sure you're kind of happy in a way because you have your weekends back. You can relax. Um, I'll be happy till like November 23rd and then I'll be like, all right, uh, when's September? <laughs> <laughs> well, de- well, you know, definitely for next year, count Irene and I in for, um, Reaper's Revenge. So when you schedule that date, let us know so I can make sure I put off, you know, get for work if I work that day. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, you watch any good movies lately? Anything new? <laughs> Um, you know, uh, shit, what did I just, my, my mind is like a fog work, you know, now I'm working overnights and learning this new uh, career of mine. I did watch something and I, I can't remember what the frick it was. I am catching up on, um, the, the last season of the walking dead. Okay. Um, I've been, um, binging that um i'm almost caught up so they're actually uh, it's actually keeping my attention that's because good. the past yeah past couple of seasons has kind of been a snooze fest you know i haven't um, seen a single episode because i've wanted them to finish so i could just, so you can just attack you know the one thing that i so i signed up for amc plus and the one thing i don't like if i have not found it yet is they only have one season of The Walking Dead on, which is the current season. I don't see a backlog. That's so, weird. I, yeah, I have to go and to further investigate. But when I click on The Walking Dead, it says seasons, but only season 11 comes up. Hmm. You know, but I got AMC Plus because uh, there's some shows on there that are only AMC Plus, but Shutter's included with that. Oh, and the okay. price is only $8.99. I was paying just six ninety nine for Shutter alone. Yeah. So yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. But uh you told me you watched Barbarian last night, correct? I did. I watched okay. it on the plane back home. Um I didn't fall asleep during it, which is surprising okay, for good. a plane movie. It was right. very it was it was different. It was a different kind of idea. A little bit of a slow burn at start, but I'm I'm giving it a solid three blood splats. Out of five? Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, is it an anthology? Because I was telling a friend at work last night, so she started watching it, and she's like, "What the fuck am I watching?" I'm like, "I don't know," but everyone I talked to said they liked it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's an anthology, but it doesn't seem like it because it kind of has a start, okay. middle, and end. There isn't like a backstory to it. You kind of get to the backstory as you watch it. Okay. It was a okay. cool idea for a horror movie, and the actors were great. So, I mean, it was okay. Yeah, I actually, um, I just got in the mail i don't know if you've seen it yet but x not yet okay because pearl's coming out um i think in november okay so and uh you know i loved x ty west i think he is a um he's the an unsung hero and what the horror community needs the stuff that he puts out with a24 uh his stuff not a24 in general is good because a24 also did hereditary midsummer you know so i didn't care for either of those but ty west is really good so and he wrote this story as a trilogy so we're gonna have x then maggie which is a prequel to x right and then there's another one coming out i can't remember and, and all it all revolves around this one character, I believe. So, oh, that's um, cool. That's a cool idea. And then t- tonight, after we record, we're going to go to the South Mall because there's it's the last night of their food trucks. And when we get home, if I don't fall asleep, we're going to revisit Who Hoobly's Halloween or Hoobie's Halloween with Adam Sandler. Oh, that was a funny movie. Yeah. And, and it takes place um, in part of a haunt. Oh, that, oh okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to follow up with... It's um, oh my gosh, is it Marlon Wayans? No, yeah, Marlon Wayans. I th- think he's got like a Halloween movie out on Netflix. Uh, he's like married, has a daughter, and like the Halloween 
animatronics or decorations come to life. It's like a kids movie, oh, but it looks, okay. it looks, it looks, I saw, I watched the trailer. I'm like, this looks pretty cute. It's sort of like a goosebumps type movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and then tomorrow night, I think we're going to, we're actually in a tomorrow's like trick or treating. So we're going to watch Barbarian and, um, there's another horror movie that's a smile i think i might be able to get a copy of that okay cool yeah i haven't checked yeah, what that about, out yet what about you any plans uh obviously this is your last weekend of your haunts what are you uh closing it out with all right so so far what i'm looking at is friday probably 13th hour in jersey nice okay with possible the conover killings it's a new guy who opened a trail up he's had a pretty good year um okay. is Saturday- that in the same location 13th hour it's about an hour away Okay. Then Saturday, we want to get to Waldorf Estate of Fear. Okay. And then Sunday, I already have my tickets for Frightland in Delaware. Oh, nice. And Monday, there's a chance I'm heading to the Dent Schoolhouse. Nice. We'll see. Nice. And then possibly the following week, it might be Lincoln Mill on Thursday, and there might be a couple more open. We'll see. Yeah, I know some haunts do run to like the first weekend of November, which is cool. Yeah, you know, I, I like that. So, but we'll now, see how it all think, plays out. Now, do you think a haunt could be open year round, like on the weekends? No, yeah, there's not enough of me out there <laughs> be- because even when you go to like Field of Screams for the media mm-hmm. night, you saw it was yeah. a decent amount of people out. Yeah, but what if I told you that? Every one of those attractions queue lines goes into the parking lot during the season. Holy, really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Like they're pretty long queue lines to begin with. Yeah. And then it goes all the way out to the buildings. My gosh. Yeah, that's how so, busy they get. That's a good thing we got there when we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what everyone talks about. Like, why do you get there so early? Because I can walk right in. Yeah. I have waited in one line this year. Which 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 one was that? Um, haunted Overload. Okay, okay. But when you wait in Haunted Overload, it's all decorated. Like you got giant skulls and everything surrounding. Yeah, it. so it gives you something to look at, and it kind of makes time go by fast. Doesn't even feel it. Like, you wouldn't even know you were in line if yeah. You that's to how give it was. Tickets. Um, when Irene and I went to Universal like ten years ago, same principle, and um. It was the Harry Potter, and she's never seen a Harry Potter movie, but she was just mesmerized by everything. It was a 45-minute wait, but it didn't feel like that. I could be in that Gringotts escape for 45 minutes, watching every sh- all the shit move, like the books and everything. Yeah. yeah it was How cool would it be if like Universal did, like for Horror Nights, like a horror Harry Potter type thing? You know, well, I was actually surprised that they closed the Harry Potter world for Horror Nights. Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. you're just missing income right there. It's yeah. Halloween. Harry Potter. Yeah. They're witches. It, yeah. A lot of the movie takes place during Halloween. I mean, uh, I wonder because it's like it's like one of their busiest attractions. They think maybe people would be going more towards that, you know, like, maybe. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. What who are we going to do? Or maybe because I mean, I know. Is it because Harry Potter's Warner Brothers and they don't want to mix it? Maybe. Yeah. Could be. Damn licensing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, what are we doing today, sir? All right. So, um, as you know, but the viewers or listeners may not know, I just recently moved to the Lehigh Valley area back in July. And I haven't done too much exploring in the community as far as uh, haunted stories with locations because in jersey if i ever could i would go visit these locations and so i've been wanting to do like haunted locations and like cryptozoids in pennsylvania and i figured let's start it out with haunted locations in the lehigh valley area only that's where i am and the majority of the places on my list are as far as two minutes away from me and uh 20 minutes up to a half an hour there's one actually right like right near where i work so <laughs> yeah so um the so the majority of these locations take place uh in bethlehem city uh more in the historic uh part of the city which 
last year when I went, actually two years ago, I went to Bethlehem City for the first time. I didn't even know I was walking around these until I'm like, oh shit, I parked right next to here. Oh, I walked, I went into this store. So um, now I want to go back and I'm surprised they don't do ghost tours. I mean, it's Bethlehem, so they're a little religious. So that's probably why, you know, it's religious right there. All right, you're right there. A little technical difficulties. Oh, right off my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, I got new Sony headphones, and these things are nice. My cat ate my other headphones. Well, so. I had these when I first started traveling. They're nice little noise cancellation Sonys. Mm. And then American Airlines gave me like a company I never heard of, but apparently they're like six hundred dollar headphones. I was like, all Holy right, shit. shit. Would you? Because you're like a freaking flyer. Yeah. Ah, oh, you bastard. They gave me a ton of... It, it was it was right after COVID, so I was okay. doing back-to-back trips to California for like 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. So they gave me the headphones and another... It was a $300 wireless speaker. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was crazy. Damn. Oh, um, not to change the subject on that, but from last week's episode when we were talking about the Amityville books, yes. I did end up purchasing that high hopes. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. It was uh, like 28 99 or best offer. So I threw him a bit of 25 and he accepted it. Yeah. So I should have it on Monday. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. And um, our friend Dave Brown, who you haven't met in person yet. Um, you probably just know him on social media. He messaged me out of the blue today. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to Amityville next week, walk around. You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so, um, all right, but we're going to get back to the Lehigh Valley haunts. Let's do it. All right. All right. So I got this, um, all this information from a website called um, McCall. It stands for something. It's basically like a local, um, it's like a local um, blogger i guess the morning call so it's like a newspaper like a local newspaper so the morning call online so dungall square and for each of these if you're a listener which would want entice you to watch it we'll attach uh, an image of each location that i talk about so if you haven't subscribed to our channel go to the horror shed podcast and, and subscribe to our youtube channel all right so dungal square residents of an apartment above dungal square have reported feeling someone climbing into bed with them rumored to be the ghost of Liesel betchel the story goes that the 17 year old moravian farm girl fell in love with the marquise de lafayette while helping care for him during his recuperation from war wounds however he was married well that's usually how it happens and they were a different face so that's strike two leaving her love unrequited. In addition to the pillow talk, owners of the buildings that make up the square have reported unexplained water leaks during renovations. So Moravian is a big religion in the Bethlehem area. It's, um, I believe it comes from Germany. Okay. So, um, and there's also a college, Moravian College bookstore. Um, Fun fact, in the town of Hope, New Jersey, was moravian cemetery was a filming location for friday the 13th when and then after the initial opening credits annie walks by or no does Annie no she uh, enos and annie drive by moravian cemetery and the gates and stuff are still there it's a little bit more busier in the cemetery than it was in 1979 when they filmed it all right so let's let's talk about this all right so we have a 17 year old girl who is hooking up with a french guy yeah okay and I, you know, the only thing I, this website didn't do is talk about, like, was she killed, you know, stuff like that. Like, why is she haunting? Did the wife of the Marquise, like, discover them and did she do something? Why is it leaking? Was she she a bedwetter, you know? (laughs) Did she drown? Like, yeah. Did she drown? Yeah. Yeah. So, I have walked down Dongol Square. All right, so the Easton Area Public Library. So this is actually in Northampton County where I work, and it's uh, Easton's a small area. The library was built in 1903 over an old cemetery. You move this, the tombstones, but not the bodies. <laughs> what movie is that from? Poltergeist. There you go. 
that had fallen into disuse. When the library was being prepared for construction, the bones of 500 bodies were unearthed, including that of Elizabeth Bell Mammy Morgan, a hotel owner in the early 1800s. Her ghost may be responsible for strange occurrences, such as doors and cabinets opening and closing. About 30 of those bodies were moved to a mass burial site, marked still by slight indentation in the asphalt at the building's northeast exit. One day after work, I am going to this library and I will take photos of this little mound. It's crazy now, that they still did a mass burial site in the nineteen uh, early two thousand. You know, nineteen oh three. It wasn't that yeah. long ago. And you know, this when I was reading this, this reminded me of the original Ghostbusters when they go to the New York Library. Yeah, there's like the ghost of the librarian. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay, King George Inn. This is also in Bethlehem City. It's um, it sucks because it's not like a uh, a restaurant now. It's an office building. But uh, again, I actually park right next. There's like a parking garage like right next in right in the area. So it's now repurposed as an office building. The King George Inn once might have been the site of violence during the French and Indian War of the mid-18th century. Legend has it that a family trying to escape an attack hid their child in a well, but the child didn't survive. Occupants have reported distant sounds of a baby crying. Eh. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's no better place to put a kid than a well? I mean... <laughs> what happened to put him like under the sink or something? Right, you know? like, Damn. <laughs> well yeah okay so now forgive me if i pronounce this correctly i'm going to say it's a say sayri mansion and this again is in bethlehem city robert hasham sayri the chief engineer of the lehigh valley railroad built this gothic style mansion in fountain hill in the 1850s moving his family there in 1858 now a bed and breakfast its visitors say they've seen the figure of a woman possibly mrs sayri herself coming out of a mirror in room 23. Room 23 is another room of interest with sightings of a dark figure coming out of the walls and walking across the floor where children and staff used to live. Now I want to go and rent out room 23. It's a beautiful building. Yeah. Um, I Offhand, I can't remember if I did walk by this. I'm sure I did. Um, all, all the, um, all the, the architecture, it's so beautiful. And there are houses um i guess you would call them if i guess if you lived like in new york city you would call them like um a brownstone yeah you know so if you are to buy one of the historic homes in bethlehem there's a strict policy of not that they have a front yard so much but like say like you do have like the bushes and the, the walk like the little front porch when your windows so like for Christmas, for example, you cannot put Christmas lights on your house. Uh, you can put a wreath on your door and in the windows, you can put like the LED candles because they want to keep it like the way it looked in the 1700s and in the 1800s, which I kind of get, you know, but you're 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 wincing your eyes, shaking your head. You're not telling me how <laughs> I'm decorating my fucking house. So you wouldn't want to live there because you couldn't decorate for Halloween. I'd do it anyway. <laughs> Fuck, what are they going to do? Give me a break. Oh, crap. You own this okay. type of house. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so the let me just look this one up really quick. The next one is the Regalsville Public Library. Um, this is... Let me see. Let's see. Oh, it doesn't tell me where it's at. So it's near the Delaware Water Gap. So some of these aren't really, I mean, Lehigh Valley, yeah, it's still like Delaware Water Gap. Um, so for a library, it's not always so quaint. Visitors tout the restless spirits that abound rising from the Native American settlement on which the town was said to have been built. Often they take the form of a small girl in white playing on the library lawn or figures lurking near the fireplace. But Reverend Jeffrey A. Wargo, the former pastor of St. John's United Church of Christ in Regalsville, collected ghost stories after he moved to the town. He found instances of harmless and more aggressive behavior and found Regalsville is filled with these spirits stirred by the disturbance of Lenape sacred ground. So yeah, so Lenape are out of Jersey. So yeah, right on the Delaware water gap. I'm actually a smidgen of Lenape so i just gotta find someone else that has a little bit more of me and i can open up a casino i thought it was called lenape well lenape to you white folk <laughs> oh it's actually sorry pretty. for that smidgen 
<laughs> yeah, it's actually a not bad. So, all right. I've only been I, saying it wrong for 40 years because we always go to Lake Lenape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who thought? Okay, now this one is literally two minutes from my house, and I'm surprised that they haven't changed the name. It's the Museum of Indian Culture. I'm surprised, like, they... Well, but you know what? I mean, hey, if it's if the Native Americans are running it and they want to keep it Indian culture, that'd be it. So this is actually a very, I mean, it's the building itself is not, I mean, it's it's not big, but it's 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 probably one of those where it looks small from the outside, but bigger on the inside. Um I actually do want to go in there. They're open on the weekends, and I actually I wanted to go. They had a native american like it was i guess you call it a powwow where it was um well, that's what they call it a powwow when yeah. they do um the dances and they had the horses and then they had all types of vendors and there's something called indian tacos i think it is but it was their corn festival and they they make the corn in all different types of way but i had poison ivy and i did not want to be on that august sun you know um so though founded in 1980 the museum is located in an 18th century stone farmhouse in little lehigh parkway guests staying in the upstairs lounge have reported sounds of loud footsteps walking them up in the middle waking them up in the middle of the night others have seen a young girl carrying flowers or heard a ball bouncing and this actually is on my walking trail so I have the covered bridge and I had and the Indian Museum, I would have to make a left, but I usually just go straight at the bridge because there's some old ass farmhouses that I love looking at. And then I have like the creek going all the way down. And there's I mean, these old farmhouses, they've been repurposed into like the public um, like the public works office where they they stick you know the big farms like now store like the like the supplies and stuff but there's this one old house that you can't see in because they blacked out the windows and i and i just want to see what it looks like inside so <laughs> bad but um man i when i hear like hauntings out of like an indian museum i want to see like you know native american ghost yeah, you know that'd, that'd be cool. Hearing like the their their war cries and whatnot, that would be dope. Yeah. All right. So the State Theater. Um, this is again is an Easton. Uh, J. Fred Osterock Osterstock was a manager of the State Theater in Easton for more than thirty years, and it appears he is still making it his home. Better known as Fred the Ghost, the jokester is the inspiration for the 78-year-old theater's Scholastic Freddy Awards and was the subject of a Travel Channel documentary series, Most Haunted in America, in 2007. Workers and visitors report finding pennies, smelling cigar smoke, and seeing a figure leave the stage, and they blame any projector malfunctions on Fred, who seems to prefer live performances to screenplays. That's I'm going funny. to go check that that doc out. I have Discovery um, Plus, so I'm going to check that out. All right, so the Moravian Bookshop. I've been in this bookshop. It's the oldest bookstore in the country. <laughs> and um, Does that say 1713? Yes. Holy yeah. shit. Well, where do you see 1713? Where are you at? It's on the picture. Oh, it's on the picture. Okay, yes. Um, yes, it is the oldest bookstore, and the college, I think, is the old the oldest college in the country as well, like right up there with like Harvard and stuff. Um, so the bookstore is just that it's a bookstore. And actually I think right next to the bookstore is a, um, like a speakeasy. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Like, a you know, those are like coming back in a way, you know, not that it's like prohibition, but People are opening up like distilleries in the form of like a speakeasy, which is pretty cool. So spirits of stories of spirits roaming Moravian bookshop, America's oldest bookstore, tend to paint them as more helpful than harmful. As one story goes, two workers were closing up shop when one saw a dark figure running toward the back of the deli, thinking it was a th I don't remember a deli in there. Hmm. Okay. Thinking it was a thief, the two workers tried to corner it in the kitchen, only to find each other and a stove burner that was still lit. Yeah, this place was pretty big. Um, but I don't remember a deli there. Maybe they 
might have been a while ago um because just when you think you're done walking it there's like another door like a um step up and whatnot so the inn at jim thorpe i was supposed to go to jim thorpe on my birthday but my lazy ass slept all day um but jim thorpe if you've never been listeners and viewers should go it's like one of those towns where you step back in time Guests at this historic New Orleans-style inn have reported seeing ghosts and other paranormal activities since it opened in 1849. They're usually friendly and harmless, pulling small pranks on guests, such as tipping over chairs and throwing towels onto the floor. Now, God's Acre, I did walk through this cemetery in Bethlehem City. It's pretty cool. Um, And the church that it's associated with is beautiful as well. This Moravian cemetery in Bethlehem ceased burials in the early 1900s, but ghosts apparently linger. One visitor recalls seeing an animal-like figure shuffling between trees and stopping at the grave of a child. Mortality rates among the children were high in the 1700s. Two women reported seeing a woman in white gesturing to her neck and trying to call out to them, standing next to the grave of a teenager who died of a respiratory illness. When another tourist took a photo of this spot, they found a shadow in the shape of a woman peeking out from a tree in the photo. So when do you think would be the best time of day to go to a cemetery and take photos? Like dusk? Mm, more likely. Yeah. yeah. So. Even though early morning's cool, because you'll probably have the fog lifting off the uh, mm, grass. Yeah. But that's hard to... It's hard to temper when that actually happens. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you really want to get up early and not have fog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, I want to go out there and just start taking photos and see what I get. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Boyd's Theater, again, in Bethlehem. Here we have another woman in white. The story told on a Bethlehem ghost tour. Oh, they do have Bethlehem ghost tours. Alleges that two women attend the theater for an afternoon movie. One friend went to the bathroom first, and when she entered the theater, saw what she thought was her friend waving at her from the front row. But when she approached, she wasn't there. I'm going to, you know what? And I did not know they, I didn't read this one when I was lifting it from the article. Um I have not heard of any Bethlehem tours. I'm going to look into that because if I had known they did ghost tours, I would have, you know, looked into it and possibly went on it. Um, Hotel Bethlehem. Have you seen ever seen this place before? No. Uh, this place is beautiful. I think, um, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think Ghost Hunters was there like way back in the day. Um, it is, when you're, when you're, on the outskirts of Bethlehem city. I forget what street it is. You can see the sign, like a, the big old, like neon sign, you know, like it's really cool. And the building is huge. Uh, they have a big restaurant down in the bottom. It's like a, a, a bougie type place, you know, a little pricey, but man, does it look beautiful inside. Um, with a centuries long history of hospitality, the hotel embraces its ghost history, especially the particular paranormal room 932, which it says is one of the, its most requested rooms. Visitors have seen reflections in mirrors, orb-like figures, paper flying off desks, even a man at the foot of the bed asking, why are you in my room? The ghost of May Yo, a singer and actress from the late 1800s who grew up in the hotel, has been seen in lobby areas and the third floor exercise room, according to the hotel's website. Frank Smith, a former owner who committed suicide, is also to rumor the wander the rumor to wander the halls. All right, Irene, for my birthday next year, we are going to go to room 932. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you better book that early because it sounds like a lot of people are booking that. Yeah, room. definitely, definitely. Wow, that's such a pretty cool story. Okay, so the Sun Inn. Uh, again, this is in Bethlehem. <laughs> Bethlehem sure is haunted. Uh, the inn was built in 1758, but reports of paranormal activity first began to surface during a re- restoration in the 1970s. That's because you're stirring with shit. That's why it's going on. There had been reports of a ghost figure in a white apron, possibly a nurse named Elizabeth Moore, who died there in 1897. The ghost of Moravian brother... 
Johann Albrecht may also be guarding a secret treasure in one of the rooms. A child named Sweetie is believed to haunt the third floor. Tourists have picked up strange sounds on recording devices, and some say they have heard a ghost who sings when the piano is played. Thought to be the spirit of William Jones, who was Secretary of the Navy under President James Madison and died at the inn in 1831. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty yeah. public figure that died in there, too. Yeah. All right. So we had the Iron Mule. Former owner Al Stempo told the Morning Call in 2010 that he's had run-ins with Johnny the... <laughs> Johnny the Wop, the ghost of mobster Johnny Ferreira, also known as Severio Daimiano, who was gunned down in the restaurant in July 1928, back when it was called the Black Horse Inn. Stempo said paranormal activity has driven some upstairs tenants crazy, with doors occasionally flying open and, and closing. In 2009, the restaurant was featured in an Animal Planet show, The Haunted, which investigated paranormal activity through the lens of animal sensitivities. That's new. I've never heard of that. Hmm, animal sensitivities. Johnny the Wop. Let's look up this guy real quick and see. Uh, let's see. I love these old gangster names. What would your gangster name be, Jared? No idea. <laughs> Johnny the Wop. We got images of him. Uh, no, nope, we don't have any images, but um, I found news articles of his assassination. And then I found another website. Haunted Pennsylvania is a mobster's tortured soul. Uh facing eternal damnation in Easton restaurant. All right, there you go. So those are my haunted locations. So you know what, Jared? I think maybe like in the spring, we should come up and go to these places and like do like an on location or something like that. We could do and, that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we got some, there's some other places that I went to other websites. Uh, I'm not too far from the Appalachian Trail. I'm like 45 minutes and uh, I did another search a while ago, like haunted roads or trails in the Lehigh Valley and the Appalachian Trail did come up. So uh, have there ever been any places that you wanted to visit um, that you read online or just heard about? In this area, um, I'm pretty sure I've heard of Hotel Bethlehem mm -hmm. and it is a study building. So that would definitely be one of them. Uh, a lot of graveyards. Definitely want to hit Gettysburg at night one time. Yeah, that would be awesome, man. You know, I just hear a lot of good things out of that. You know, the orb photography, which. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to Clinton Road in New Jersey? Yes. Have you had anything weird happen? Negative. No. Did you go during the day or night? Nighttime. Okay. And it's like like a 10 mile road right yeah it's pretty long and we did everything you're supposed to do like throw okay. pennies at the bridge and dumb shit okay. like that we tried it all yeah we uh me and the friends were when we you know graduated i was still working at the mall we would take night trips out to whatever we found oh. in world weird new jersey mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so all the good stuff was like central north jersey too well we had one at uh, i don't even know where i don't remember where it is so if you're listening tell us where it is it was apple pie hill in it, jersey yes that doesn't sound familiar you could get to the top of this hill and then there was a radio tower you can sneak on to oh and so it was actually the tallest point in south jersey you could actually see philly and new york from the top of this tower so Philly and New York? Yeah, you can see both. Oh, shit, wow. Not clear, but you can see the lights. Right, yeah, yeah. But uh, there was a house there that was completely abandoned. All the clothes were still there. The car was still there. And of course, now there's satanic drawings all over it and everything mm -hmm, from the kids. Mm -hmm. But yeah, apparently the family just up and disappeared because everything was mm. still in the house. A lot of shit was still in there. This was 20 years ago when we were in there. But... Uh, it, it was there so long that a tree was growing through the car. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we broke in there one night. Nice. But, have Have you heard of um, Indian Cabin Mill Road in A Carver City? No. Okay, I found this in Weird Jersey as well. Um, 
So you know where the uh, Egg Harbor City Lake is, correct? Yep. Okay. So if you if you're going up Philadelphia Avenue, and I believe that I believe that takes you right to the lake, and or do you make a right? I think you make a right. I'm not sure what street, but the lake will be on your right. You take the second entrance into the lake, so you're not you're on the left side of the lake if you're looking at it. Okay. Um, you park in the parking lot. I mean, well, the dirt parking lot. And if you're looking at the lake after you park, there's that dirt road you came up. So that's Indian Cabin Mill Road. It runs all through whatever area that is. And once you clear the parking areas, and Dave Brown had showed me this. I think it was Dave Brown. Yeah, it was Dave Brown. Yeah, Dave Brown showed me. I always heard that there was a small burial ground, like a little cemetery of two headstones, I think. And you can look this up in online, just, just Google uh, Indian Kevin Mill Road. But the story goes that there was an old house there. And it was I think maybe sometime early 1800s. The father was away for whatever reason so you had the mom and i think two children and the native americans attacked them and killed them so they are buried at this one location and i think like a, maybe a hundred and some odd years later they dedicated like a new tombstone form so you have i think and they put it over the old one with like a memorial type thing but if you keep now you can drive down this road, but you want to have like a four wheel drive because it's all dirt, it's bumpy, and whatnot. But if you keep on driving down there, there's an old church. I believe there was some old houses. Uh, but people who have chimed in on the story all said the same thing that when they got down to this certain area. Uh, now, the church is, like, not in use. It's dilapidated. Again, graffiti, satanic stuff. But there was a black truck that would chase you off the road. Like, it'll drive you away or hmm. something like that. Like So, basically, it's, like, hillbillies living out there. And it's, like, Harbor City, South Jersey, you know. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, if you just Google that, it's a cool read on Weird New Jersey. Actually, Irene got me um, when we moved to Pennsylvania she did get me, well, it's blurred out, but Weird Pennsylvania. Wow. And uh, it's a hardcover. So I have yet to really look into it, um, but I'm going to definitely take some time and see if I can find any cool things around here. Yeah, you got to figure out where we're going when I get this camera so we can do some yeah, all shit. They actually, Weird New Jersey, well, the organization Weird US created a road atlas of like from east to west or whatever like all like the cool th i if i ever won the lottery that would be like one of my things <laughs> i would get an rv and then just go to state to state you know <laughs> show me your weird shit now son yeah <laughs> do you remember that i want to say this was in the eht it was a giant building with the titanic painted on it no i gotta look back yeah it was you had to make some weird turns it was like nice. an old pink building with a Titanic drawn on the entire side of it. Like, very badly drawn. Like, kindergarten drawn. Titanic. Let me see. I can Google it really quick. Do you remember what part of EHD? No. Okay. I don't remember how to get there. I don't even remember if it was 100% EHD. But it was the weirdest shit. And I we found it by accident one day. Let me see. Uh, I'll have to do some. Um, oh, maybe this is it. Pleasantville. Okay, that sounds. Yeah, right. hold on. Yeah, hold on. Um, how long ago did you see this? Oh, long time ago. Okay, I was still in my twenties. Okay. Okay. That wasn't that long ago, because that was like maybe, what, 15 years ago? 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to do some reading. Um, yeah, this uh, was an issue 29 of Weird New Jersey magazine. 
it must be like West Atlantic City because EHT, um, it's weird for the people who don't know what we're talking about. EHT is Egg Harbor Township. Yep. So you have Egg Harbor Township, and then the next town, one of the towns next to Egg Harbor Township is Pleasantville. Yep. And then right after Pleasantville is West Atlantic City, Correct. and then Atlantic City, and West Atlantic City is um governed by egg cover township weird i don't know why it's not governed by pleasantville there's so, there's some weird loop with the bay i think is why yeah. that happened but uh do you remember the mansion in west atlantic city it used to be right on the black horse pike on the way yeah yes, it was like a terracotta mansion yeah yeah that was there's a, a, i mean that was a famous actress who killed herself in there or something along really those yeah yeah, it's not there anymore. Mm. I wonder. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up. How about the um? Now I don't remember. I've never been there, and I wish I've seen it. But the Brigantine Castle. Well, I saw it. Yeah, because that's your neck of the woods when you're yeah, growing up. I um, my grandparents lived there, and I used to always make my uncle take the long way to get there so I could see the castle. I was yeah. I wasn't old enough to go, but I saw it before it burned down. Nice. And did they ever say how it burned down? Was there something weird behind it? Oh, yeah. Insurance money. Yeah. Uh, okay. What had happened was the hurricane destroyed it. Damaged the okay. pier. They'd had to redo all of it. So they sold okay. it. And then a couple months later, it all burned down. Mm. A haunt that hasn't been turned on in six months burned down over the right. ocean. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, very weird. Now that now that now correct me if I'm wrong. The Brigantine Castle was that like a dark ride or no? That was a like... haunted walkthrough. It was one of the oh, it was one okay. of the first haunts in America, actually. Really? Yeah, it opened in the seventies. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Now, isn't there like a dark ride in Wildwood? Or there was? No, there is. There is. Yeah, I think I went on it once when I was young. Yep, so. it's still there. Have you? When's the last time you think you were there? Last time I went on it was probably about two years ago. Oh, okay. How how is it? Is it hokey? Or... They're all hokey. They're all okay. they're all super funny, but it's just you know it's 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 creepy. It's cool. It's my childhood. You know, mm-hmm. just, I'd love to go. My buddy Dan was talking about getting a list of all the dark rides we could actually hit during the summer. And okay. Then, like do an episode on that for the haunts. That would that would be fun. Are yeah. is that are those still? I mean, is that still like are there many around? I only know of like three for sure. Okay. The one in Wildwood. There's one at Frightland, or it was there one year, but it was like a new one, so it was weird. And then a third one is in Cedar Point, that um, amusement park. Uh, where's where's Cedar Point at? I think it's Pennsylvania. Or, really? Yeah, it's something. It's Cedar Point. Let me, let me look it up real quick. Oh, Nobles, Nobles, Knobles. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I know where you're. Yeah, at. Cedar yeah, Point okay. owns Knobles and Dorney Park. Oh, oh, so Cedar oh, Point's the company. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. And Knobles, it's free to get in, I believe, too. Yep. Um. Yeah. There's no mission. Yeah. That's like two hours from us. Uh. I, that's like a. Another thing on our list that we wanted to do. Irene's one good friend actually lives not too far from there. Yeah, that would be a fun episode. I actually taking it back to like fun houses and dark rides. Last week I watched the Toby Hooper classic, uh, The Fun House. It's been a long time since I saw that. Yeah, I haven't seen it in forever. And the one thing that just cracked me up was in the intro. So it's a young girl um you could tell she's young she's 18 i looked it up on imdb just i just was like whoa was this underage um but the brother is a creeper and like pulls a prank on her like while she's taking a shower that was like a thing in the 80s there were certain horror movies i remember watching where the brother's just being a creeper like hiding in the closet i think it was like night of the demons where he's in the closet and he takes a picture of her as she's undressing he's like i saw your boobies <laughs> oh the fucking 70s and 80s yeah oh man well i did see on facebook a dude was selling a dark ride really yeah he wanted 75 grand damn yeah, you could probably get more, but he said a lot of the props were deteriorating. Uh, okay, because you, you gotta remember back then it was all 
foam and yeah. shitty dressings and to keep one open you got a flame retard everything now and it's, yeah yeah i can only imagine the insurance too oh well, yeah you gotta get yeah. that event insurance yeah 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 so speaking of like horror movies how about terrifier killing it at the box office not bad not yeah, bad it's, it's it's still going like this is i think this is gonna be this halloween weekend is the last weekend it'll probably be in theaters maybe uh october 31st they're releasing it on uh what's that called screen box or something and over in europe because they don't have um there's no distribution rights over in europe they uh the blu-ray is already out over there oh wow so, yeah yeah so um i have it on pre-order um you do you plan on watching it oh yeah i'll get it yeah yeah so it's funny how art is more popular than michael myers right now oh well, well you shit the bed on that one. <laughs> oh god my, uh, my son asked me he's like i want to watch terrifier i'm like i don't know bro you know, because there's a couple scenes in there where I'm like, all right, you're 13. I know you've mm-hmm. watched a ton of horror, but I was finally like, you know what? You watched American Psycho, so it's just, you're fine. Go ahead. There's only one. I want to watch it again, but there's one scene I can't watch in American Psycho. Can you guess which scene that is? No. When he kills the dog. Oh. After he, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> it's like when I fast forward to that part. I got but, you. Uh, so do you th- now is he one to be prone to like having nightmares after watching a horror movie? No. Not at all. Okay. Nope, but he won't do haunts. He so refuses. Weird. Probably because it's in his face. Whereas if he gets scared of watching a horror movie, he can turn it right off. I know, but like these are actors he knows who they are. He's met them in person. Like right. he's shaking their hand without makeup before. It's so funny. I'm just like, bro, come on. Yeah, well, you know, I kind of get it in a way too because, like, last year when we went to the Waldorf, I went with uh, Josh's family. Savannah, you know, she she had the necklace on, so not to bother her and whatnot. She knew her dad was Jason. <laughs> when he came out of the cabin and started running after her, she freaked out. So oh, wow. I I I kind of get it, you know. So, um, yeah. So yeah, it's cool. I, I right, just need well, him to get into it so I can have a social media manager. <laughs> oh, because he's so tech savvy. <laughs> well, and what he's about getting you? there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that you know, he might say, "Well, Dad, you got you got a. Uh, I need a, a ten. What what, what is it? A W four. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw him a couple bucks. I will throw it. if I don't have to sit there because you know once we put out the video, yeah. there's YouTube. You got to put it yeah. on Twitter. You got to put it on this. Got to put it on. It's that shit that's so time consuming that I would love. So to just okay, turn so over you don't him. mind like the editing and making the graphics? It's the the other stuff. Okay, all right. Yeah, the graphics I have all saved now. So like when we're right. done here, I'm just gonna throw it in that template. And our names will pop up and everything. Nice. So I've got that down. It's just waiting for the shit to finish. And then the advertising just drives me nuts with all the hashtags and everything. <laughs> right. I know. Hashtag well, you haunt. Know what, hashtag you know haunt. You know what I got to start doing? I got to save my hashtags in like my notepad on my phone because what? Don't do that. No. Why? If you use the same hashtags too much, you get shadow banned. Oh, no, but depending on what kind of photo I drop, it's those hashtags are related to that photo. So like if I'm in a part seven hashtag or photo, there are certain hashtags that um, I use that relate to part seven costume. Okay. Yeah. So I got it's just just time consuming. It takes forever. That's good to to know about the the shadow ban. I did not know that. When I started, we started Halloween Haunt seven years ago. I got to a thousand followers in like a year. It was awesome. Mm. Just boom, 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 boom. Then the second and third year, we got to like 1,500. And then we started getting more haunts. The website was still hella popular. I was getting 5,000 views a day on that thing. So like people were reading our reviews. Yeah. We got 20 more followers on Instagram. What? 
And now this year, the our YouTube channel for the last twenty eight days has seventeen thousand views. Nice. Like uh nine hundred watts. That's just the last twenty eight days. Yep. That's not a combined total. Nope. Twenty eight days. Good for you. Good for you. And uh here, I'll look it up because it has the total hours too. Make sure the wife didn't text me. <laughs> All right, here we go. So yeah, sixteen thousand seven hundred views in the last twenty eight days, and eight hundred and twenty five watch hours. Hmm. Okay, so that's going off the chart. We have gained four more Instagram followers, and I post hmm. every time I release a video. So yeah. I posted maybe sixty times in this period. Nothing. Wow. So it, it's got to be the hashtags because I did what you were talking about before. Yeah. Just put them in notes, and every time I release something, copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. All of a sudden, I don't get shit on there anymore. Yeah. Very weird. That is weird. When was... someone, when some entities don't use hashtags, but yet get all these new followers, I don't get it. Uh, well, you can pay for them too. There's sites for that. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I thought about of... doing it just to kick off the YouTube last year. Because, you know, mm -hmm. we had a following, but I didn't want it to look like we had four YouTube followers. So I was looking yeah. at it last year. Yeah. And, but the thing is, once Facebook, not so much. Instagram and YouTube, if they're bots that you paid for, they will mm -hmm. eliminate them. Right, right. So now, but so that's stupid though, because there are certain hashtags that people pick up on. You know, they might type something in, and that's that might be my problem too. That might be my problem. Yeah. So what I started doing is changing them up a little bit, and I've okay. noticed a little jump. But okay. I don't know if that's jump from people are seeing us out. Because it's all over my hoodie. You know, it's all over her yeah, hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's... Hoodies, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> I got to get mine. I got to get a horror yeah. shed bug. Definitely. <laughs> I'm sporting the Phillies. I know this is going to air after we start the series. But we'll Oh, speaking of riding. Phillies, you want to hear... You want to hear something? Okay, so Monday, Irene says... Um, so, PPNL, which is like a utility company out here, uh, her bank shares like the same building with them. So they had reached, they reached out to the CEO and was like, if any of your employees want to go to the World Series, we'll give you tickets for uh, $280. <laughs> so Irene says, do you want to go to World Series? I said, well, I would love to go to World Series, but you want to adopt this dog this Saturday. And that's like the cost of two tickets. So what's more important? The World Series. You can find a dog on the street. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, uh, well, man. so that's good to know. So what? So you've been using like different hashtags. Then? I've been trying to change it up, adding okay. like travel photography, travel. Okay, because that's what we're doing. Yeah, and it it seemed to help a little bit, but I don't know if these guys are just seeing us out there. Because we it could be. Have, we have the new this hoodies. is this is the best. Uh, networking right here mm -hmm. you know i'm wearing it out to the food truck place tonight <laughs> it's going to be because they're having like a halloween i mean it's the south mall it's sort of, it's basically it looks like the the shore mall before it closed you know okay um but they're having trick-or-treating that night tonight so everybody shits on the shore mall but the shore mall had the best arcade in the area and the best pizza place okay um Okay. Yeah, Cos Cosimo's or whatever. It's oh, called. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Ocean One Mall had the best arcade. Never been. To, I've never been to the Ocean One. I've, I well, when the Ocean Mall was like a mall mall. Yeah. Um, I didn't go to it until I was like 19 or 20, uh, and that's only because I had to. Uh, there was a Sam Goody in there, so I had to like work a shift one day. So I never got to really walk that mall. So their arcade was good. God, it was huge. Was it? It was the whole back third of that mall on the lower level. Get out, really? Yep. Damn. Yeah, that thing was insane. I had so much fun there. What was your favorite arcade game playing there? <sighs> back then, it was like Operation Wolf. Yeah, and, um, that's a great game. Then the Turtles game came out yep, and stuff Turtle. like that. And then, you yep. know, Mortal Kombat was just awesome. Yeah. 
So yeah. yeah, I started with the early ones up to the big ones. Yeah, that was our ritual growing up. We would go out to breakfast on a Sunday, and then we would go to the spaceport. Yep, spaceport was the shit. It was. Yeah, I remember the short mall when it was fun. Yeah, it was it bad? 80s. Yeah, it's just um, the Hamilton Mall killed it. Yeah. When you have Hamilton. And now look at the Hamilton Mall. Yeah, half empty. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, I remember, like, and I know we're going totally off topic from haunted locations. We're going to haunted malls now. Uh, but... Hamilton Mall is haunted. Is it? I have All proof. Right. Well, I can tell that right after you're done uh, here. Okay. So I, you know, I worked in the mall. I worked at Sam Goody, the best job to have when you're in high school. And the mall was the place to be Friday, Saturday nights. I remember working Black Friday, the Christmas season, how big it was. Now you walk in there and it's like tumbleweeds. Um, The only reason I would still go to the mall was my friends in the comic book store, their level of entertainment. So that's where I would get my comics. But other than that, I didn't do any. I didn't. The food court's not even a food court anymore. There's like two things in there. That was the best. Another good reason working at the mall. I got food court discounts. (laughs) I was at at Arby's all the time. (laughs) That Arby's breakfast slammed. I like the Arby's breakfast there. Never. I just had their, just like the dinners and they used to do this really good chicken sandwich. They don't do it anymore, but that was like my favorite. uh, That cheesesteak place in the mall slapped too. They did an awesome job. I ate way too many of them. (laughs) I worked in that mall for... 13 years. Oh, which which store did you work I at? I started at KB when I was ah, just graduated KB, high school. Yep. So I did Black Friday KB. Talk oh, about God. battle in the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went on to Lunch Crafters. Okay. All now, right. Lunch Crafters used to sit under an Italian restaurant, if you remember. It was top left by Sears. There was an Italian restaurant on that second floor. Man, I don't remember that. I'm going back. Like, oh yes, 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 yes. It was yeah. fancy. It was like yeah. it was more than a pizza place, but it was like a sit down Italian yeah. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I spent 11 years in this lab at Lens Crafters. Mm. <laughs> we would constantly hear people calling our name. Now I'm not alone in this. Other people mm-hmm. saw this shit. You would look out and watch people walk past in the back room. Nobody would be back there. You'd even mm. go look. Nobody would be back there. Uh, constant hearing uh, kids laughing. Constantly smelling Italian food. There's not a lot of Italian restaurants in that mall. No. There wasn't any. You, no. had, the, you had the chicken place, the cheesesteak place, the Chinese place, and then the two, Chick-fil-A and then Arby's. And, uh, p- and the pizza place. And the pizza place. Yeah. But... You, where Lens Characters is to the pizza place. Yeah, that's a, that's a walk right there. Yeah. And at 9 a.m., they're not even making pizzas yet. Yeah. So we would constantly smell that, and we would have these rolls, kind of like a roll of tape. Mm-hmm. It was like someone pulled it off, and you just watch it all fly in front of you. And you're like, uh, okay. I'm going to go smoke now. Yeah, I yeah, don't want to be yeah. in here. Just that's so weird. It was wow. all the time. Yeah, I remember um, when I would open up on like the on uh, where day I would open up the store on the on the second floor past the elevator on the left hand side. If you're walking towards the back of the mall, there was the bagel place. Yes, uh, I would get I would get two bagels with cream. I said uh, extra cream cheese. That was like my my thing. I love the homemade bagels. Um, yeah, that was like my best job working in sam goody working in a mall i remember i had this one guy i worked with kevin he was the key holder wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute kevin what was his last name i cannot remember was he heavy set like me with glasses no no he was he was like my size um he was he sounded like he was from boston did he have black hair no he had like reddish Different Kevin reddish hair, but um, yeah, he sounded like he was from Boston. Uh, he was going to Stockton for teaching, but it was funny how he he hated kids, but he liked being a teacher. And but he was a big jokester. And I remember there was the um, to the right of the store, there was the railings that 
overlooked like down below well somehow a kid got his head stuck be- in between the railings and it was like a like a quiet afternoon you just heard his laugh echo through the whole <laughs> oh, oh man. man the stories i could tell at sam goody basically if you if you've seen empire records that was like how we were at sam goody I think so. every mall job was like that because yeah. come Christmas when I was at KB it sucked, but I was when I was at Lunch Characters it was dead, dead, dead. Yeah, like we wouldn't get yeah. a job for a couple hours, oh, so wow. like we would just do laps around the mall messing with people and get coffee. We must have been drinking like three cups of coffee a day from that place. Oh geez, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> it was just oh, boredom. Man. man, we could do we could do like a non horror horror shed scenes from a mall. We could. We could. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, man. this has been a fun episode. I love talking about the, the haunted locations in the Lehigh Valley. And, you know, I'll do some more research and do like streets and um, trails and whatnot. Um, but I'm going to go get my food on at the food truck thing. All right. Let's wrap What are you doing tonight? Up. Are you um, I, exciting? I have to do laundry because oh, I just right. came back from a trip and then eat some food. Uh, I have to make like seven videos. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well, I'll let me, you get to it. Me and Terry got to record and then we'll see what happens. All right, my friend. All right. This has been the Horror Shed Podcast. Thanks for hanging out, listening about the hauntings of Lehigh. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>